0: hey 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 welcome to the wealth and business podcast i'm so super excited today to be interviewing one of my very 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 first students in this individual get started in property and i did it for free it's gonna be a good one it's gonna be an interesting chat this amazing individual here has done some amazing things in property currently has a portfolio of rent to rents of I think 12 properties it was initially 15 but due to the current economic situation downside from 15 to 12 and he's doing amazing and also looking to get started on the buy refurb refinance property strategy and he's on his way and is acquiring his first property project fingers crossed before the end of the year he's done so many things in terms of self-development you know, going from not being too confident to becoming very confident. So I'm so super so excited. It's going to be a really good one. So without further ado, I want to welcome the guy who is in the next 18 months rent portfolio from zero to doing about half a million pound property turnover, Mr. Aberdeen Kosoka. Wow, wow,
1: wow. That's an amazing intro. Damn, you made me fired up. <laughs> I
0: feel so good. This is amazing. I, I'm honored and privileged to be right in front of you. Um, oh, great. So, Aberdeen, your journey started in 2018. Yes. That was the first, I still remember the very first time I met you at the Lucian property meet. Yes. And I can even remember, you know, you coming to me when I think I introduced myself at that time. I had only four properties in my portfolio and I stood up and he said, I wanna to talk to you because I'm trying to do what your the four property seems too big. That is very true. I can remember that they vividly in that little
1: spot where the magic happened and uh, you 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 wonder then when I to make you I'm thinking, damn. Yes, for rent, right? Yeah. How did he do it? I want to be like this guy. No, definitely, I'm connected with this guy, yeah. and ever since it's been amazing, soaking up all your knowledge, like, like, I just want to get everything you say. Just, just wanted to. I've always admired you from time anyway because uh, your your passion, your spirit, your ambition, your goal is.
0: I'm like, yes, definitely, this is guy I need to talk to. <laughs> and I've never left you since then. No, I'm you've like, never, <laughs> never, never. In fact, we're going to go into that, to be honest. But before we actually get into that, let's get to know who Aberdeen is. So what is your journey? I know we share a kind of similar experiences. Yeah. I immigrated 18 years ago uh, into the United Kingdom. I think you share the same as well. So what is your journey in terms of what made you, you know, immigrate from Nigeria to the UK. What was the journey like? And then we're going to eventually gradually get to why property.
1: Yep. When I was 18, after getting into university, I wanted to come to UK to study medicine. Um, The goal was always come down to UK, well, study medicine, become a doctor. Why? Because doctor has this... uh, prestige that comes along with it. <laughs> and um, in my mind, in my young mind, what I was thinking, oh, that is consistent. Business has never been my thing. Just wanted to come to UK, study medicine and had a good living, make my parents proud. And after coming down to UK, I came studying computer science because it was the cheapest course I could find at that particular point in time. My parents couldn't afford me paying for medicine. So I came down to the UK, realized how much it costs to become a a medical doctor. Then I was like, this is not going to be the plan again. We have to figure something out. And ever since I worked at different jobs, then you realize your primary goal has been messed up. Then you start looking for other alternatives on what you can do.
0: And meanwhile, the course I came to the UK to study was not something that was basically got almost like terminated because you couldn't study medicine. Immediately. And
1: yes, I did everything. But at that time, I never realized I was being prepared for where I am going, which is my angle right now. The first job I got was working as a waiter. What skill did I learn as a waiter? I learned dealing with people. Talking to people, customer service. Then I moved on. I got sacked, by the way, because I wasn't employable. I'll put it that way. I did other jobs. I worked as a security, I worked as a healthcare assistant. Everything changed seven years down the line after giving back to my son. Then I started looking at myself right, what do I want to do? Is this how I want to live my life? Something has to change. The change I was looking for led me to depression. At that particular point in time, I was thinking, this is it. I'm just going to be like this, do this, do that. And my son is going to grow up and look at me in a summer way that I just wasted my time and his time. The goal of my children, the design I had in my mind of how I want my children to see me was the reason why I had to persevere in my journey. I started thinking outside the box. If we look outside, if we, if we look at the Nigerian community, what we do, the majority of us is go to work, save up money, send it back home. And at the end of our years, we don't really even have the time to enjoy it. So I have to start looking at other things that other people are doing. Start learning, reading books, which was first introduced to me by my partner. Start moving outside of my comfort zone. Start experimenting with things that I never thought in a million years I would do, like business. I never thought I was gonna be in business. I did internet marketing, which I failed. I did affiliate marketing, which I failed. I did all the business, which I failed. And looking back now, the reason why I failed wasn't because I was just terrible at it. It's just because my skills, my natural skills that has been given to me, because I believe everybody has that inherent in skills. And when we don't work along that skill side that we have been given, we, we are doomed
0: to fail. Wow. So you basically got to a point in your life because you wasn't able to again like as like I did kind of reiterated before, you know, becoming a doctor, you wanted to read computer science but you didn't have passion about it. You went to basically looking for your life. It wasn't the two things you are looking for, gone to do all jobs. Now don't, you know, even acquiring skills along the line, but you wasn't your happy place and that led you to depression. Now, when you say not actually being able to see the life that you designed for yourself or the life that you wanted to design for yourself and your children, you know, I mean, you're quite young. How can such a thing just be, lead you into depression. Right. Because, was it that you had achieving more? It's quite a bit, you know, how you just go into depression because things wasn't working physically, you know, in terms of finances in your life and that leads you into a depression before you then, you know, obviously you said you reconnecting for the purpose of you now becoming an you know, entrepreneur or business person because you never thought you could be where you are right now. But I just wanted to kind of touch how those, you know, No, becoming a doctor, reading computer science, and then, you know, doing different types of jobs and all jobs too leads someone into depression.
1: That's a very good
0: question, Daniel.
1: While I was growing up, I was looked up to as a golden child. So there is a set of responsibility that has been inherent on me. I've been looked up to as a child who is going to be successful. And that is very important, raising our children. The eyes I was looked at while I was growing up makes me believe I wasn't performing towards my best ability. Is that by your parents? By my parents, by my environment. I was seen right from the young age as a child who is going to be successful. How young? Very
0: young. So... Because you had this pressure put on you as a golden child from from a very young age that you have to be successful. Not even a pressure, I will call it. It's the eyes have been looked at. I mean, I'm, a, can, serious children. We, we I'm can... a serious
1: child. I'm a serious child. I did all my homework myself. So I've always been seen as a high regard. So because that has been embedded in myself, in my
0: subconscious mind, that these you are going to be successful. So you came to this country and a couple of years later, things are not working for you. You couldn't study medicine. You hated or disliked the computer science that your parents could afford. You went to doing old jobs. You went to doing retail and customer service, as you said. And because of those high regards, that then leads you into depression. That is correct. Because wow. the level of where I
1: see myself at, where my environment see myself at. I wasn't. I grew up. I grew up in a I sort of one room. Then I've seen my my mom progressed into something bigger. Yeah. So success is not something that is not achievable. Wow. I am the second child of my mom, the first child of my dad, the only child in the UK. While growing up um this much my, my youngest are very young while I was growing up. I was seen as a child that is going to achieve greatness so i
0: I believed in myself I am going to achieve greatness so when that wasn't happening for you very quickly, you basically found where you you got yourself where you got yourself into hundred percent now the reason why I had to dig into that just to kind of get to. You know, I know there's so many triggers that can easily let anyone into depression. Lockdown was one of them for the fact that people couldn't go out to socialize every day with their loved ones, their friends, you know, led them into depression, anxiety, you name it, because people just didn't know where to go to. And all of this can be not great for mental health. So before I think we go into, you know, other parts of this chat on this interview, how can people literally prevent? Because I personally have been to depression myself. You know, and I'm not here to talk about depression today. Yeah. So, but maybe if I, was, if I was talking about my situation, that'd be a different case. Yeah. But I want to dig into yours a little bit more. So how can people, so your pressure, your dream that you've been so, that you have to be successful, led you into depression. Now, how can you advise other people not to work? Because depression is not a great place to yeah. be. So you've been through it. And are you, are you fully recovered? Have you fully yeah, recovered from it now? 100%. 100%. Good. So if you fully recovered from it, how can you actually give people a few words of, two words of advice, how people cannot allow the society or the pressure being put on there by their parents or how other people see them or how other people see perspective of them not to allow themselves to get into that. For example, you know, becoming successful is not happening for you too quickly. and You having to go through all of that. How can people actually prevent themselves from actually hitting those rock bottoms? Right everybody
1: has different triggers and everybody do have different um, life um, experiences. Based on my own experience, the main cause of a depression, in my perspective, is lack of vision and lack of purpose. Where you are going, you're already lost. And the moment your soul start depriving more, I mean, start asking for more from your body, there is already a conflict. The conflict within our core being, which is what we are meant to be or what we can become and who we are presently can lead to a depression. A man that wakes up every morning with a purpose and a meaning, either achieving the goal or not achieving the goal, would be happy to wake up every day to chase it. If you have a strong reason why, you know where you're going, you will know where you're coming from. And to answer these questions, there are a few questions I had to ask myself. Number one is what am I as a person? What am I here? What am I here for? What do I need to do? Those are the questions I had to ask myself. Do you find the answers? I find the answers.
0: Let me quickly also interject very quickly. Um, You've just given a few points there on how people can allow themselves not to be, you know, hit those triggers or those rock bottom. Now, after actually asking yourself this question, how quickly did that help you get out of depression? Coming out of
1: depression, it's not going to be what can be solved tomorrow. Half of a depression will be solved by understanding the cause. How do you understand the cause of a depression? Is understanding your history as a person. And you have to dig back to your past. Make peace with your past. Correct your past in the future. Yeah. For example, I, do, I, was, I wasn't planning to share this. I lost my father about a few weeks ago, a lot by many. But today, um, I'm not too comfortable sharing these, but because of these, I'll share this. My father, at least to myself, I'm not, I'm, I can't speak for all the siblings, loved me so much, but that doesn't make him a good father. Because my dad wasn't a good father, my primary objective is become a better father. Now, the question for myself is, what does being a better father look like to me?
0: And how can I become that better father? It's quite important that we kind of dip into this a little bit because I always say this, right? You cannot get financial success if you're not straightened within. 100%. And I want people to kind of, every listener listening to this needs to understand. I said this in my new book. My new book is called The Act of Success. The journey of transitioning from the ordinary to the extra. In other future chasing financial success, if you don't understand your triggers, where you fall in, and even things like relationship of your past, your future, you can't actually move forward. A confused mind doesn't buy, for example. Same way a confused mind or a mind that is hurting cannot actually have the space to create the new thinking that can actually lead you to wealth creation, becoming financially successful, or even building a successful business. 100%. In order for you to be a true business success, you have to first deal with who you are as a person. Destroy completely every string triggers that triggers you into the negative because you have to be a positive person, a future thinker, a positive thinker in order for you to create. 100%. A busy mind can't create. 100%. Maybe a lot of people might be listening to this podcast now and asking the question why are we talking about depression but I wanted to dig deep into that part and I'm really really so humbled by your honesty and uh basically opening up a few of your challenges but I don't want to dig too much into that you know maybe I might have to bring it back and the way I'm looking at this yeah it would be you. if you if you operate yeah, definitely, I think yeah. it might be Definitely. M- you know, might want to bring you back to talk about those pains, those hurts. 100%. So my question now would be, I haven't gone through those pains. And did you then, you know, in the last four years, since 2018, come out on the other side and become an entrepreneur? And now someone who's built a successful property business within the last four years? The answer is just simple. It's purpose. So you discover your purpose. A man with a purpose
1: would do anything to get there. You are going to fail because to even go after your purpose, you'll have to go through different challenges within yourself. Some I am still battling with. I'm sure others will still be battling with. Some have been able to come out at the other end. It's a continuous battle to be ready to make some sacrifices within yourself
0: and starting with yourself and your surroundings for your purpose. What has your biggest decision been in your transitioning into property? Cutting our friends. And I'll tell you why. Cutting our friends or cutting our old friends? Cutting our
1: old friends. And I'll tell you why. I grew up in a boarding house. After my parents broke up, I'm, I'm a product. You of. went to boarding school. My mom had to put me in a boarding house because the area where I grew up wasn't conducive. To have a single parent. Yeah. So to protect me, I had to go through boarding house. I've never spent a whole year since I was. I, I went to boarding House when I was six years old. I came out when I was seven. I lived with my I came out, moved in with my stepdad and my mom. My stepdad is an amazing person, by the way, fantastic man. Moved in at the age of seven for four years stayed together in the same house with my stepdad and my mom. And at the age of 11, 12, I went back to boarding house with CCX. Ever since 11 years old, I've never spent a whole year with my parents. Till I got to 17, 18. As soon as I graduated my secondary school, the same year I got into university in Nigeria the following year, I came down to UK. I came to UK before I was 19 and I'm 32 now. So I've never had the family unit. So I was raised alongside mates and things like that. So it's, it's a culture of how I grew up. So that was one of the difficult
0: things to call out for me. So in order for you to become a new you and rediscovering your purpose, now starting a property business, the difficult part of your journey was you had to cut away from the old friends. That's correct. Great. How important was it for you to cut out your old friends in order for you to build new?
1: That is where the sacrifice comes from. I had to make a sacrifice. Do I want to be like my dad or do I want to be a different person? The fire of at that point in time of the hatred of my dad helped me to at, um, to attain certain amount of success but it, it wouldn't get me far because I was building
0: success and hatred it, it's not sustainable it's consuming it's been quite a very interesting conversation on this episode on this podcast because um, I really see someone who I think your pain, your success has been painful. Yeah. All right. Let's not go into that today. We'll go into it another day. So, how's your property journey been? Amazing. Amazing. It's it's going to fantastic. Well. Great. I met you in two thousand eighteen, yes. and I eventually started to coach you, mentor you completely for free at that time. Yes. No yes, wonder yes. I, you know maybe I didn't know that there was all these dramas going around you, and I said, "Come, I'll show you for free, completely for free," and that went on for twelve good months. That's where you're feeding back and forth and nothing actually happened in your first year in your property business. Yes. So how did you then hold it together? For 12 months, you're getting started in a property trying and renting out that property again. How did you manage to cope within the first year that nothing happened? And from that, you've gone into building a very massive property portfolio, doing, you know, uh, over five figures right now. Actually, six figures. Yes. Actually, yeah. And you basically working your job, I mean, working your business full-time now, yeah. no job from anyone else borrowed than working for, you, for your own self. How did you overcome one year and nothing happened and then you still went on, you didn't quit? That
1: is a um, good question, Daniel. Before starting my property journey, like I said, I failed in many businesses. And the one thing I found about property was it connects with my natural ability, that is number one. So working in property doesn't feel like work for me because I'm moving in my natural flow of life. Yeah. I'm not in conflict with myself. Supposing I'm sitting down on a laptop, analyzing taxes, then I'll be in conflict with myself. That is not who I am. Yeah. The number one step is understanding who you are as a person and your strength and weakness. Mm. So I understand my strength and my weakness. That is number one. Number two, I wasn't after the money in property. Again, property is a vehicle for me. My end goal is farther than property, but I need to succeed in property to be able to achieve my end goal. For example, the reason why I'm here today, or I have the privilege to sit right in front of you is because I'm able to achieve certain amount of success in my property journey, Mm -hmm. right? So that allows me to share my story. And that is what property is all about for me. That is what success is about for me. It's a vehicle for me. To move from one destination to the other. To another. So I have to stay with it. It has to work. I have to succeed at it. It's the Was to succeed. Either it takes me one year, two years. I made a lot of sacrifices on the success. I had to sell my partner's chain to go on a property course. That's how
0: much I wanted. I sold my property to go on courses. Wow. So just for the sake of this interview, right? And clarity. So after I mentored you for free, yeah. you sold more necklaces yes, I to did. do more courses. Yes, so that's I interesting. did. Yes, wow. yes, I did. Great. And what was the reason behind you basically um, going for more courses after you know, I finished mentoring you? Yeah. What was the, the mindset to gain further training, more trainings? It was lack of clarity. You know, in property, there are many- source
1: of income, Hmm. right? And when, before I I had the privilege to meet you, I've been on courses as well. However, it was all property courses. Then what tend to happen is you try to- You You start spinning so many balls. In your book, you wrote about clarity in your property book. And it's very true. I had no clarity. But one thing I learned along the line, why it took me so long was I wasn't, I was trying to see what I can do for property, but no, I, wasn't control. I wasn't controlling my own situation. I wasn't controlling my destiny. What do I mean by that? At that particular point in time, what I needed was cash flow. I needed money to come in in, in the beginning. But me trying to chase sourcing, lease option, buy for refiners, I've already diverted my energy into different things. So uh, after discovering... What I really wanted, what I want property to do for me. Then I realized
0: actually I do not have in-depth of knowledge. Because uh, you were just going in, you were just going around a circle going on different work. strategies. And that was even before I met you. Wow.
1: Yeah, after I went on the course, then I met you as well,
0: which was able to guide me on what I've learned. It's funny you say that, right? When I started my property journey, I I was in the same boat. So went to a property training like yourself, and refurbished, refined, and so many different strategies. I think one of the things life has taught me, um, I'm, you know, I'm way way older than you, you know, and was that's why that, you're a mentor. <laughs> <laughs> so it was at the time I started property, I basically made a choice. That's what I want. You see, there is nothing more important in life than a man who knows where he's going
1: 100%. which is
0: clarity so know what you want and just go all in for it so for me I found rent to rent and I'm like I'm going to do rent to rent people are going to pay me rent every single month so for every single day I wasn't taking on the property for myself I was passing it to someone else and they were giving me a fee uh, which gave back to my sourcing company uh, so I would find a deal if it wasn't a great deal Oh, I didn't have the money to do it for myself because one man's meat is another man's poison. 100%. So if 500 pounds wasn't what I was looking for, but I knew someone else wanted a deal for 500 pounds, I would pass it across to them and they gave me a fee. And that gave it to two of my first businesses. And that went from 2018, 20, so 2017, 18, 19, and I started acquiring my property. So it's very important that you knew where you was going to. So for me, I was just straightforward, rent to rent or nothing else. And I went straight at it. Whether I got no's, whether I got yeses, I just went straight at it and I built very quickly. So for you, you know, not being able to discover that, I think until about when we met, was very important to you, right? 100%. Because why was that important to you? Was it because you found someone who was just all in at that one strategy? Because I've
1: already had clarity of what I wanted. If I never had clarity, everything you tell me will go right across my ears because I wasn't. Already. I was listen I wouldn't be listening. I'll be hearing you, but not listening. At that particular point in time, I knew this is what I want from property. And this is what I want property to do for me, which was I need money, a source of income that can come in into my family household every
0: month. Cash flow. Cash flow. Great. So you got the cash flow that you needed, then you eventually got started. How quickly, a year after, of not pulling through your property journey, you know, securing your first deal, securing your second, which is one of the things people are most excited about, taking that picture with the keys in the first property, posting on Instagram, Facebook, oh, I got my first How did you basically deal with the fact that it didn't happen in a year, and then the following year, you went literally like a jet? Mm. after one year it's it's crazy you say that uh, social media can be very challenging. yes, it is
1: especially when you see other people posting their first keys, talking about the project, we're human beings and we there is this type of um, jealousy or or envy we can feel towards other it is normal and even though you you have to say congratulations because you want it, but you still want it to be yours. At that particular point in time, what I had to do for a year. And the reason was because I just wanted to focus on me. And all I did was network, meet with the right people, then work. Network, meet the right people, then work. Then, after getting my first deal, knowing that it works because even after you get an offer accepted, subconsciously, even though you want it, you're already, you're already rejecting it. Yeah. I didn't just get my first deal when I got my first deal. It took me two months to make a decision on my deal. Was that because you was afraid? I was scared. I'm putting my life credit card on this. I had no money. You taught me how to bring my credit score. I had no credit score. Absolutely. I'm putting everything on it. The property was just meant to be mine. That was why it was still available because nobody else would go for it. Did that property make you money today? The property made me about 18,000 pounds pure profit within two years. Two good years. Pure profit. In two years. Within two years. And guess what? The landlord said, thank you so much for looking after my property. That is the beauty of it.
0: Great. Just to kind of, you know, you know, kind of wrap up that journey there of how you now obviously secured the first one, looked after the property for the landlord. At the beginning of this podcast, I did mentioned. you currently have 12 properties on your portfolio doing about half a million pound turnover a year. Yeah. You must be really proud of yourself. I am proud of myself. I am very, very
1: grateful for how far I've come. But we as human beings, we always strive for more, right? Uh, like we said in the beginning, when you had four properties, I'm sure at that point in time, you looking far ahead, looking at people with more properties than you thinking, wow, I wish I could achieve more. The yeah. more like Having 12 is like, it's just 12. How about make it 20? <laughs> you know, how about make it 30?
0: That, that, that's just normal human being. Yeah. I, I mean, they say if it's, not, if it's not broken, don't fix it. Why fix it? And for me, I'm grateful for how far I've come. But
1: I know that's not the end goal. I'm not there yet. I'm still
0: hungry. I'm hungry as the beginning. Great. So just in wrapping up this podcast, would you say you're very now at peace with yourself? You're going to have the dramas and you are scaling your property portfolio and literally you found your happiness being the new you as an entrepreneur and a property investor? I, I am at peace with myself.
1: I'm comfortable with myself. I'm grateful for who I am. I'm grateful for my journey because without my journey, I won't be who I am today. Every journey a man's go through in life, it's for the making of you, your new you, who you're meant to be. So whatever I went through was the preparation
0: for who I need to be. So. What would you say if anyone right now is looking to get started through, I mean, into rent to rent? That's one question there. Then the other thing is, why is it important for people to reconnect with themselves too in order for actually, you know, build a business in the first place? Rent to rent is the strategy. Property is the vehicle, right? Um, But from this chat we've had on this podcast episode, you know, when normally I ask people to go into who they are. You know, they just kind of go through their story, what they're doing in their career. But for you, it was more personal. So, and that personal brings out the reason why the drive is literally there. Like you said, at the beginning of the podcast, you was put under pressure right from a very young age that you must be successful. So how do you wrap all this beat and bump together in one statement? We all have drive. It, it's like
1: um, when you meet a, a girl, it's very difficult to differentiate between infatuation and love. Yeah. Right. A lot of people get motivated, but not driven. Motivation can fade. Drive is the fire that keeps you going when you are not motivated. To even start... Any journey, either in property or in business, you have to understand what is the fire burning in you. If you don't understand your fire, your motivation will dwindle. The fire in you, its worth is going to keep you alive when things get tough because we both know it's going to get difficult. Mm-hmm. We, you're going to have bad days. You're going to have days you don't want to work. You're going to have days that you just wanna don't want to do anything, really. You're going to have days that things don't go well. You're going to have days that you plan everything and external factors come in and mess it up for you. You're going to have days you look at other people you wish it was you. But when you have drive, purpose, you would move through the mountain even though it's going to take you years to do it. And secondly, you have to be patient with yourself and understand every success and be grateful for it. Don't look at what is coming into your bank account alone because money is just a byproduct of who we become. But look at who you have become at that particular moment in time from where we're coming from.
0: Wow. Wow. Great, Abadine. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank for you. For the Wealth and Business Podcast. Just before we go, how amazing it's been you working with me and being your mentor?
1: It's always been amazing, man. You know we're staying forever and ever. We're like married couple. <laughs> 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 you, you, you've been there at the beginning of my journey, Daniel. Um, you, you are somebody I looked up to, um, not just in terms of life experience and business, in property. So you've got all in one com- uh, combination for myself. I don't have to just go outside of anywhere to look for somebody with years of experience in business or somebody to look up to for failures because you understand failures yourself and uh, or somebody to look for in property or you've got everything. Definitely, it's, it's always been amazing. It has been amazing right from the beginning. You are molding me to Something greater. It's not even about property or money. This is what we talk about leadership. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're talking about, man. <laughs> That's so yeah, um it's always been amazing, I know.
0: it has been amazing. Thank you so much for that. So um with what we've been here, property worth education, what would that one word be? If you were to recommend property worth education, the products, our mentorship, what would that word be?
1: Right. Property wealth education is not for everybody. Hmm. It's not for everybody. It's for people who are looking to not just impact their lives financially, also looking to impact their life mentally, looking to impact their life physically, looking to challenge outside of themselves, looking to grow in health, wealth, and abundance. That's who... Property, wealth, education is for people who are looking to become a leader. That's what it is for.
0: Wow. I'm blown away. Thank you so much, Aberdeen, for that um, great recommendation. And there's something I always say, whatever I do, it's not just property, it's a lifestyle. It is is the core of my existence. Uh, my existence is to have abundance of everything in marriage, as a as a father of two, and as a great husband, as a leader, and uh, and also as someone who is, you know, actively out there helping other people just rediscover. And this is one of the reasons why we launched a Property Wealth and Business Podcast. So it's not just to talk about property and to talk about wealth. It's to kind of understand, you know, how people can actually use, you know, pain to become in Successful, how ordinary people can actually transition to becoming extraordinary people. So, I want to really say massive, massive thank you, Aberdeen, for being on the show. And definitely, we're going to have you again. And just before we go, as well, Aberdeen is now not just, you know, transition from rent to rent, uh, you know, uh, just building, you know, uh, a successful business. You have also on your way to acquiring, also building a legacy now acquiring property portfolios that would be you know be here for, for forever for the younger ones coming for the you know for you know build an empire for your family you know and um, you also become you know one of our guest speakers on the shows and not just the shows as well in our in our training program you you're passionate about mindset you know, and uh, you had the opportunity of speaking in one of our stages and I was really blown away. So I just wanted to give you that feedback and uh, thank you so much. So uh, if there would be one word you've got for someone right now who is thinking about getting into property, but they haven't discovered their purpose and how to realign themselves yet, what would that word be? The only true advice, never make money your end goal.
1: Money shouldn't be your end goal. To be successful in property, you have to have a goal that is bigger than money. You have to know who you are. You have to understand what you are looking for. It's not about what, just acquiring property. I've seen seen a lot of people starting their property journey and they fiddly with like a a dust in the wind. You don't want to be that. And why people fail is because they lose the passion after acquiring whether one to be successful in property, you have to have a bigger goal than just the property. Property is a vehicle, not an end goal. If you have an end goal, you will strum through property like nothing. Anything you go through in property would not fade you because you have a destination. So have an end goal. Come to Property Wealth Education and I will not just hold your hands to achieve your property journey, but
0: also help you, drive you to what, wherever your destination is. Thank you so much, Aberdeen, for coming on here. Uh, for those who want to reach out to you, uh, where, where can they reach out to you?
1: You can reach out to me on social media, um, Aberdeen underscore um My um, Facebook is Abedin Kosoko my LinkedIn is Abedin Kosoko get in touch don't be a stranger let's talk property let's talk money
0: let's talk mindset fantastic it's been an absolute pleasure to have you again so um, guys um, we're super excited what an interview that was what a chat that was I really really felt blown away and so motivated uh, just to hear about this story for the very first time you know going through all those challenges so um, please don't forget to share this episode with your friends your family you never know who is just listening you never know who just needed to hear you know someone else's story to lift themselves up so share this with a friend of a friend as i mentioned before and we'll see you soon and don't forget ladies and gents we have our wealth and business summit coming up in november 2022 and we have our property wealth awards coming up in 2022, November as well. Um, We are going to be putting all the links out in the first, um, in the second quarter, end of second quarter, 2022. Uh, It's going to be all virtual. So anyone listening from across the globe will have the opportunity of joining us on this amazing event that we're looking to organize on Zoom and get yourself impacted follow all our social media handles at daniel moses at dr daniel moses on instagram which is one of my biggest platforms and also on linkedin dr daniel moses and i'll see you soon take care